with us this evening so we are going to have a really good show and after us it's going to be the freaking awesome show with Ryan Jones so how are y'all doing tonight great great yeah we like I said we really appreciate y'all coming out coming on to our show because it's you know you're taking time out of your schedule so we greatly appreciate it I am making sure that uh, privacy and everything is public so that when people say hello, I'll be able to see it. Every time I get into Vibe Time or go on my um, on my page every week, it goes into that only me for some reason, and I haven't figured out how to fix it. So I got to fix it every week. It's redonkulous. I'm just saying. Hey, Shayla. I can't check myself. Yeah, so I got to fix it. So it's fixed. So last time we had you on the air, Ronnie Anderson, but we did not have your team. So it's really, really nice to have everybody together so that everybody will get to know who y'all are. Are you frozen? Yes. Just slightly frozen? So, uh, a little bit. Yeah. I got an echo somewhere, but I don't know where it's uh, coming from. Yeah, we're Bedford for Paranormal, and up here, up here's the boss. The, uh, I don't know. Actually, no, we're Bedford Paranormal. Nice. 2006. You want to tell the story, Alan? Um, I can. I always had a, uh, lifelong interest in Alan's prison that they classify as the paranormal. Um, and, I mean, Ronnie likes to tease me and Tommy the boss and stuff, but we really don't have any um, titles and everything. Like, so many groups have, like, case manager, the founder, whatever. We, uh, Everybody in our group can do anything, so um, we just all kind of get together and try to cooperate and 
see if we can honestly figure out what's going on when we go to a location. Nice. Nice. And, and as far as titles, if you give yourself a title, I'm not sure that that really means a whole lot. Um, if I suddenly declared I was the Grand Master of Kuba or whatever, of the group, does that, does that matter? I don't think so. We're all just members of the group, and uh, if we go to a location, we bounce ideas off each other and see if we can approach it maybe a different way than others have, and that's about it. Hey, John Stevens. So what got you into the paranormal? Um, being a lot older than most of the people here, um, when I got interested in it, I was growing up in a house that had some things going on, and um, boy, she didn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And um, it was hard where I grew up to find any kind of books on it. This is pre-internet and everything. So I just got really interested in that and um, tried to do some things on my own for a few years. And then uh, got, uh, I worked with Ronnie, so he and I and a fellow named Scott, we all got together and started doing some of this investigating. We also have a few members that aren't here tonight. Uh, Hi. We have Angie that's sick in the hospital right now. And we have Lisa and we have Noah, um, who we call Mahalo. So I think Brenda gave him that name. But, um, <laughs> maybe some of the other members can thank how they got interested. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, I was going to ask one by one. Yeah. How'd y'all, Daryl? How'd you? What made you? Okay. Be interested in the paranormal. Well, Ronnie, you want to go? You want me to go first? Well, I'll, I'll go ahead. <laughs> I was. Uh, no, I was just going to give a little quick rundown, and everybody can talk about whatever they want. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ronnie's freezing up. Okay. Like, Alan is a founder of the group. Mm -hmm. and he started the group in 2006. And shortly after that, I, I joined the group with uh, a couple other members that technically they're still hey, members, but they decided to go off and do their own thing. But uh, once our, our team kind of dwindled down, the window down to hey, like Paul three, Hill. it was me. Alan and Noah, and uh, we have been working with the rest of these people for years anyway. So we were on a, a private investigation in Mount Carolina. Was that where it was? Mayberry? Yes. And uh, we were sitting at dinner before we went to do the investigation. We were talking about uh, Brenda, Angie, and Lisa. They've been on just investigation we've ever been on. We decided to come back to Lynchburg, and during the NICMACON of 2022, one of them, we decided to ask the girl, you know, join together. We've been working with Daryl for Apocalypse, with Alan Marston, and uh, went on to put his time into, now correct me if I'm wrong, 
but he went and put his time into uh, transcending, I guess. So Daryl's been hanging with us, so we said, come up with us. So we are Bedford Paranormal, and this is all the members we have, and this is all the members we need. Yeah, yeah we all get along, and like Alan says, we all have different views, and we work well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just like one big happy family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, Daryl, if you want to go now? <laughs> well, uh, like uh, Ronnie was saying, that uh, I had a cousin that was, uh, he was interested in it, and uh, probably about seven, eight years ago, I guess, and they asked me one time if I wanted to go with him hunting. I said, yeah, I'll go. I'll try anything once. I was uh, kind of a skeptic, so I really didn't, you know, just to go was uh, all I was interested in. But course, the more I went, the better that uh, had more results and uh, actually became uh, pretty, uh, it, it was it was pretty neat, some of the stuff that actually happened to me and stuff like that, but um, like uh, Ronnie said, that, uh, you know, over time, like say, things happen and we just kind of, he transcends, you know, sending and doing the other stuff and, and we just kind of, kind of quit our group uh, and uh, they, they just picked up old stray dog like himself and, uh, uh, took me in, so, uh, but we kind of meshed together pretty good. Yeah. That's awesome. Miss Brenda? Um, I actually, um, when you're a child and you, you see things and you don't really know what you know, like, and nobody else sees it mm-hmm. or is experiencing what you're experiencing. And, like, where I grew where I, where I still live, actually, like, it's, you just don't talk about these things, you know? Like, nobody talks, like, you, you can't, like, my family has different views on this, on the paranormal and everything, mm-hmm. and... It's very like Bible Bill. Hey Ryan. Hey Braxton. Like community, you know, and you just it's it's just not talked about. And so like um but I was always like always interested and at the same time and didn't really know how to explain or anything. And then I met Angie and that's where my paranormal thing took off, and these guys took me in. Aww. <laughs> Welcome me into the family, and hey, I've been with them about six years now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So y'all live in different states. So how do y'all do your like? Do y'all like meet up? And is that how y'all do things? Yeah. Okay. Mostly we talk about it online. We do. We are in constant contact with each other daily, all through the day and night. I would say it's rare that we have a day where we don't talk. Right. And uh, that's how we plan things. And uh, and we all get together and meet up and uh, get Get the situation done. Um, Today's world, being in a different state, is not that bad. 
Right. And let me tell you, some of these, these trips. Ronnie, I think you need to pay your internet bill. <laughs> <laughs> You're frozen, you freeze, yeah. Who's Landon? Is that your son? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Landon? Yeah. Well, oh, because he said, hi, Mom. Oh. So cute. Oh, yeah, that's my boy. Oh. One of them. Yeah. One of them. That's my middle son. He's 13. <laughs> so I'll have on there. I figured I would say hi because, you know, if my son went in there, I'd, I'd, I'd want somebody to let me know. <laughs> but that's really cool that y'all keep in touch with each other on a daily basis because there are some teams out there that – not everybody's in the same state. I mean, we are, and we're not far from each other, but like New Jersey Rope, which is my home team, is in New Jersey. And so we keep each keep in touch with each other on band, but I'm not on band as much as I should be. And they're, they have group meetings and stuff twice a week, but I'm just unfortunately not able to get on them because we're my work schedule, so it kind of prohibits me a little bit or keeps me from being able to do certain things. So I was just wondering how that works because there's different, even John Savage for that matter and Savage Paranormal, he's from Minnesota and some of his team is over there. So I was just wondering how that worked with y'all. Here we go with internet bills. Always lose the signal when I'm on the stream yard. Got bad connections. Public event coming up there. Finished one actually at St. Albans uh, in Radford. Well, right now. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ronnie. No, I, I was just going to say we. <laughs> I was going to say exactly what you said about Mountain Souls just had an event last weekend at at St. Albans, and uh, we participated in that conference. It was it was pretty pretty neat. But as far as anything coming up, we're we're trying to get Angie on the men so we can. Plan. We're looking at going, and that's the one we're talking about now. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Hey, I got two boys. I know. One comes in the room, flexes his muscles. Yeah, he flexes muscles in behind me and leaves. As you can see, I'm in his weight room. So. I know. The other one's in the military. This one's over here going, mm, see? <laughs> yeah, I have three boys. Oh, yeah. Well, then you know. We, we, we know. Yeah, it's, it's all, yeah, it's yeah. never dull. No, it's never a dull moment. Not not when you have boys. Girls, I can't say anything about because I don't have any, but boys, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with girl, with a girl. I, I wouldn't I, either. I would. Yeah. Mm -mm. I wouldn't either. No. I'm good. I'll stick with my boys. Okay. I've got a girl and I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've got that. <laughs> so, 
What have what? I got two granddaughters that I can't handle. Aww. <laughs> do you spoil them? Like, do you give them M&Ms for breakfast like my mom did with mine? Yeah. <laughs> we would have never got that. They go over there and he went to peanut yes. and then here you go. One of them's an angel and one of them's Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Spoil the grandbabies. Spoil them. Okay. okay. What are y'all's favorite piece of equipment? Oh, yeah. Well, with me personally, I mean, I like just uh, old school stuff, uh, just a uh, basic uh, recorder. I have a whole lot more uh, results with that than anything else, me personally. Okay. I, I got, yeah, I, I, got a, um, I got a body camera. That is my all-time favorite piece of equipment. Yeah, my got God. really good video and really good audio. Yeah. Don't forget to empty it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we got a truckload of equipment that, that we pretty much come back to old school stuff, like Daryl was talking about, uh, you know, basic recorders. Uh, we do have a new... Mac Daddy camera. Nice. Is, it's a Sonics and it's military grade. And we use Crescent and about 12 midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, we go out with this thing and it's like daylight. It's just an amazing camera. But my favorite, I've gone back to the old school recorders, mm -hmm. the old, you know, the old school stuff. I don't put too much faith in, like, the SLS cameras anymore because software is really touchy. So I've just seen bad things with them. Um, we do have – we just bought the – well, we didn't just buy We just got the SB11 Allen guy. But, like I said, my favorite is still just going back to the old school recorders and, you know, the digital – I, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the H2 Zoom recorder. It's um, got four mics in it, and it records onto an SD card. You have a party, Brenda? <laughs> it's all like the party. <laughs> but... Um, Aside from equipment, we try different methods at times. Um, a couple of our members are actual musicians, so they'll play uh, songs from a certain period, try to see if we can get a voice from that. And, and uh, we, we've tried to play recorded battle sounds, different things. Um, but yeah, we're always up for trying something new. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Shield's favorite piece of equipment are red markers. What's in the red circle? We constantly tease about yeah. what's in I've the red. I've been seeing the pictures. Yeah. It's a joke. It, it's such a joke. 
it happened when I put that one picture up there circled in red, and, and John Savage came up with the show idea of what's in the red circle. So we're going to be doing that in January. We're going to do a show called What's in the Red Circle because all these places put all these paranormal pictures up, and they say it's paranormal and it's grass. <laughs> you know, so we won't name that site. <laughs> and everybody gets blocked if you say something. So that's where red circles come from. <laughs> well, I got a couple of pictures I'm going to send you. Okay. Well, yep, that is funny. What was the girl at the, from the tour from the manor house that swore up and down there's a face face in our in the window and it was a there's a reef there oh yeah thanks so thanks paul shields giving it away gettysburg ghost pictures oh he's been blocked from that group i believe <laughs> hey vanessa hey vanessa yeah so she thought she caught something in the window it's a reef and the window was dirty by the way that's what i noticed last night with the tour it's a dirty window. It looks like a little, you know, I kept looking. I was like, that does kind of look like a face, but it's dirt, you know, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, and the windows, they're, even though they're machine-made, they're made to look like they're handmade. So yeah. There's little waves in the glass as well. Yeah. Shayla Ricker, her name is Shayla, and she's currently serving time at Gettysburg Prison due to the fact that she unfortunately made some comments and, you know, ended up getting put in prison. And, of course, her husband has just totally been blocked off the whole page. Wow. So if you haven't went to go see that page, it's a hoot if you really need a good laugh. <laughs> That's yeah. just my personal opinion. pictures it just you know makes it look like there's something there when it's it's not there you know and this person is just it's not it's not what they think it is you know and unfortunately when you tell people it's not they get just a bit upset you know or I mean we all want something to be paranormal all of us do but it's not always that way so hey Tyler best word in the English dictionary is paradelia. And a red pen. <laughs> and a red pen. It's kind of sad that people will get mad at you if you suggest it might be you're talking about a couple of shows that uh, hey, I got a real bad delay here, so if I speak in front of somebody, that's why. Yeah. Yes, and the red pen. Yeah, I'm surprised. You're I... fine. Yeah, you're good. I was just telling the group that uh, there's been a few times I've 
gotten people upset with me because I suggested they might have gotten a reflection of dust or yeah. Any Anytime you take a photo of a window, there's always that chance that mm -hmm. you're oh yeah getting a tree or something. Yeah. And it's it's not that you know it's nothing to get mad about. You want to learn. So and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is something. You know just. Yeah, you can talk about it. Right. Right. Me and David get in debates all the time. I'm with Paul. <laughs> yeah. I like the old... Most of the time, I'm always trying to... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm sorry. Uh, you always try to debunk something mm -hmm. and, and make sure it's, you know, a legit before you go and especially put your, you know, put your name and reputation behind it. And no, we do that a lot when we're on investigations. Oh, like oh. we're constantly trying to debunk everything that happens. I know one night in St. Albans, we spent how long with that that pipe that was spilling in that one room? Yeah. That metal pipe that. We spent forever trying to, like, recreate something that had happened. And actually, we had a great photograph from Moundsville one year, and um, everyone was convinced that it was a shadow person. But we went back uh, less than a year later and went back to the same room, and we figured out it was shadow play in the room. It wasn't, it was nothing paranormal. So, um, when we do think we get something, we, you know, we go back and check it, if we can recreate it if possible. All right. Yeah. I think, I think that's one reason why we don't put a lot of stuff out for the public because we, we want to make sure it isn't valid evidence before we put it out there. So we just usually, we got everything stored on files right now. But I want to start sharing some of our stuff because we've got years and years of stuff sitting on a hard drive. Yeah. And we would like to share it, but we're kind of behind the times right now. Well, you know, you'd be all right. Because y'all got your own page right. Yeah. We did. Yeah, so we did page. We have a website that actually um, I need to uh, get off my rear and go ahead and finish it. Um, I've redone it like twice, and now I have to do it again. So. Yeah, yeah. Melissa Holloway is asking, has anybody done any investigations in, in Lynchburg? She's just curious because there are a lot of old buildings and houses there and what kind of evidence you may have of any. Yes, we have. We um, actually did the uh, Fine Arts Center, if you know where the theater is on Main Street. Yeah. Um, we didn't get anything really that clear. We had some uh, walking sounds and, you know, your knocks and stuff, but no, no voices. And, um, but it's an amazing building. Uh, most people don't realize it has a basement, but then it has a sub-basement. 
very interesting. Kind of a diamond. Very active. Mm -hmm. And it makes it nice. It's only about two miles from my house, so I can. Uh, it's kind of easy for me to go to. So, because uh, I live on the backside of the actual surrounding ground. Surrounding grounds is a nice place too, but yeah, kind of little get into that. Yeah, I think I think people are focusing on the history as far as the history in Virginia itself and the amount of wars that took place here and you know that when I'm thinking of haunted locations, that's what I'm thinking out with Virginia. I look at Williamsburg, I look at you know just my surrounding areas alone, Cold Harbor, you know any any place like that, you know. Because there's just so much, you know, hey, Jason, that has taken place here. So, yeah. And I think that's why Appomattox is overlooked, because it is right much paranormal in Appomattox. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the place that uh, we're talking about, uh, Clover Hill Village, mm -hmm. um, they bring in, they, they have brought in these dwellings across the county, and some of them, you know, is early 1800s. And then they just relocate them on this one property. So you've got multiple buildings with a lot of history in them. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, the paranormal's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I think that's why people focus on, on that part of Virginia yeah, being done, considered the most haunted is that because of all that history part of it. I'm sorry, Ronnie, go ahead. Yeah, we've done uh, Cold Harbor and Sailor's Creek, Clover Hill. Uh, we we try to hit everywhere. Now we're trying to get a, you guys made and do the you know the house on 360 and the manor house and all that. We'd like to get to that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that noise is in the background. I'm trying to figure that. There's something back there, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sounds like there's supposed to be a five upstairs here. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> anytime we're gaming. Yep, anytime we're gaming. Yeah, it's serious stuff. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yep. <laughs> What have been y'all's place favorite places to investigate out of your team? I don't know. I think all of us. I mean, we'll, St. Albans will always be one that we say all of us. Okay. But me, like, besides St. Albans, would be Crescent. I really enjoy Crescent. Okay. Ohio State was great. Um, we have we have we have over eighty. Wait, I'm gonna sit here and watch the rest of the time because I got a pretty. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say the Stanley was a favorite of mine as well. We have we have over eighty. <laughs> It's okay. We understand that there's a delay there. You know, we're all okay, but you've got a little delay, and it's, it's all right. Ronnie needs to pay. I'm telling you, Ronnie, you need to pay that internet bill. 
here. It's it's okay. All right, everybody, be quiet. Let him talk. Go. I got the best you can get around here. <laughs> we have over 80 investigations, not counting privates. But uh, it, and it's so hard to choose just one. But uh, I like the Myrtles Plantation. I, I love Saints and uh, uh, Old South Pittsburgh Hospital was pretty good too. Really active. I agree with that. We went separate times, so I didn't go with them. But Old South Pittsburgh is a is a fantastic place. A lot of action went on there, so I'm with him. Nice. So are you telling them to be quiet? Because <laughs> I know I'm just. Why you know my phone? Or I will choke the life out of you. Oh. <laughs> I did text them, but, but uh, my phone kept blowing up, and yeah. Angie's in the hospital, Aww. and I thought about yeah. 20 people that message me daily, checking yeah. on her, and yeah. What part of Kentucky do you live in? I'm in Internet's going out. Oh, there y'all are. My internet, yep, it's going on a low signal because we got high winds over here, unfortunately. evidence out there and you know it's always nice to see different teams evidence and what they catch I think I mean we don't we don't post too much we've we've posted a lot um, but right now I've lost one external drive so that I'm just now getting my other external drive up because my the one that had every piece of evidence I ever owned it crashed Yeah, so I got a whole different external drive, like a big one, 
because I'm like, these little tiny ones are shit. <laughs> yeah, like I But we, we've been talking about a few other things. Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about writing a book. What was I going to say? I had a brain fart. Just when I get time to talk, I got a brain fart. But, yeah, um, I still have stuff from Ohio State. Sorry. Ronnie is so frozen. <laughs> frozen. We're also talking about maybe going to Brushy Mountain in the spring. Um, if anybody has some advice on Brushy Mountain, let us know. Uh, Mike, there's a couple other places near Madison, the trip pattern. Cool. Uh, old Scott Kittle in the town of Rugby. Nice. I don't even know if y'all can hear me or not. No, we hear you fine. There's just we a delay. It's just a little bit of a delay. I mean, you're. we can hear you fine. But you're frozen. Kind of. <laughs> Stand up and start dancing, and y'all can. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Internet sucks. I mean, it just sucks. You would think in today's technology we wouldn't have these issues. That's why I decided to pull off my phone. I figured the laptop would probably give me more problems. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I mean, even with my phone, does a lot better there's less interruptions than with my computer. It's, but I, I'm using my phone to, to do other stuff with, to check everything. And I just got this computer, you know, and it's like StreamYard, I think requires, it just runs faster than what my internet can handle. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Cause I don't have hardwire internet anymore. So. Yeah. Hey, Yvonne, are you going to break out the red pen and circle on his frozen picture? He's so funny. <laughs> Paul Shields is going to do that frozen picture of you writing, then he's going to put red circles everywhere, and he's going to post it later and say what's in the red circle. Make sure you do that, Paul Shields. <laughs> put some little arrows. <laughs> Put some little arrows there, and <laughs> I see some paradelia behind you. What is that? <laughs> I think there's something behind you, Ronnie. I just don't know what it is. Oh, internet. Terrible. Here we go. Froze, froze. I know, it's a demon. It's terrible. There's no point in switching um, routers because when I switch over to the other router, it's just going to mess it up. 
Well, I don't have any problems until I get on StreamYard. Dave, when you went to Moundsville, did you go to that, I think it was like a furnace room where one of the trustees had gotten murdered in? Yes, yes. A lot of of bats in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I caught some sort of EVP, but I'm not 100% sure what it was. I ran it through Audacity, and I couldn't make anything out of it. I'm freezing, yeah. I figured as much. Like I said, if I switch it, it'll... If I switch the router, it might mess it up. I'm texting my kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Not as bad as Ronnie, yeah, yeah, but it's still freezing and it shouldn't. No, really, be quiet. Shouldn't do that. I'm trying. They're gaming. They're boys. What do you want to do? Cute boys. <laughs> Two teenage boys. Yeah, that's a little bit hard. I don't even, yeah, I don't even. Anybody you ever use Adobe Audition audio software? Any of y'all? I do not. Um, to be honest with you, through the years, I've kind of gotten to where I don't filter. Okay. I might use uh, something like Audacity just to cut flips. But uh, I might use. I got a, there's an echo somewhere. I've got to figure out where that's at. I use Wayfast. Wayfast, too? Yeah. Now, I've got an echo somewhere. David Flowers, figure it out. You're my techie person on that. Actually, I like I like WavePad. I kind of like it a lot better than whatever I was using before. What was it, Audacity? I think I took Audacity off and switched it over. It's easier. Now the Echo's gone good. Fix it. Steve White wanted to know if if there's an an Alvin David Flowers of nothing but orbs. <laughs> this is true. I do. It's called What's in the Red Circle. <clears throat> Start muting people until you find the source. Yeah, David's normally he's the one who normally does all that uh, stuff. He got it. on on. Yeah, but I don't hear any echo though. I don't now. No, I don't. I don't now, but I did. Yeah, I did. I but I don't hear it now. It's gone. Perfect. I feel like I'm calling overseas. Well, it does mean no good to be here. You're fired. 
you're good. It's just a little delay, no big deal. A little delay never hurt. Yeah, we're going to have to get y'all to come out to the manor house one night. My theory on the orbs is if you don't see them with your own eyes, they're not orbs. Well, then what Absolute are they? Dust. I don't know about that. I just totally Bugs, disagree. Moisture. I caught a fairy last week, but I didn't see it with my own eyes. Hey, John Savage. Ronnie Anderson, I just started hey, using it for the trial period. It takes off the wind and other background noise that wave pad couldn't remove. That's Paul Shields. Now I don't see faces in the orbs. If I didn't see the crazy thing go out, one room down a hall and into another room, all about orbs being just dust and stuff like that. But I don't even know if I can put footage now, but that uh, really made me think a little bit. But uh, I'm still not exactly sure what I saw, but because yeah. uh, um, I'm not an orb person. Yeah, normally I'm not an orb person either, but I do have a video of one that. I do believe it's a true war. Okay. Yeah, and that's the way I am. I've got yeah. I've got one footage of one that possibly if it is such a thing, that this was it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually does. You never really heard much about orbs until digital photography came out. True. And yeah. And there Boy are orbs. Hi, Gene. You're fired. But yeah. Gene, it's not Most moist out. It's cold. Sorry, Gene. It's not moist out. It's cold, cold, cold. All right. Go ahead. It's our joke. <laughs> John Savage forms were very common with standard photography because of the intensity of the flash from a camera. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. That shouldn't be orbs, not, that should be orbs, not forms. Sorry, did I, did I screw up on something? You re he, he screwed up on it. Okay. I apologize. I was going to say I'm trying to see where I messed up at because I do not have my glasses on. Debunking orbs is his favorite subject. John Savage, what's in the red circle? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. All right, we, Are they still alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We were talking about orbs. They woke the baby up. Oh. I say baby, but he's eight. Well, what would it take for Buster to come to the house? Everything uh, in the red circle. Just, just let me know when. Give me 
couple of dates and I'll I'll, I'll check the calendar and make sure we don't have anything going on. You're, you're the, the best time to be there, though, would be on a Friday night because on Saturday night we have the tours and so that will cut your investigating time down by a couple hours. Yeah. But on Friday night you can start at 7.30 and you go till 2 a.m. Brenda, you want to introduce somebody? It's so cute. Talk about that. Six moments, baby. Oh. Did you know orbs were never to have a paranormal meaning? The word orb is Latin. They used this when talking about the moon, stars, and sun, LOL. It wasn't until digital cameras got popular that's when the word orb took on a paranormal okay. meaning. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Yep, got to have Steve White on the show. We'll have to schedule that day. We, six minutes. we have six minutes left. Y'all got anything coming up? No, we're we're really right now just trying to wait for Angie to get better. We um we were supposed to go. Can I say where we were going to go? Yes, you can say. We were. We actually had a trip planned for um, Ashmore. And the Ross House, was it the Ross House? Yes, Ross. Ross, Ross House. Yeah, but we, we had those planned, and then Ross we found House. out that she was, she was sick, and so we, we put those on hold, and we haven't planned. We're just trying to wait for her to get better. Well, that's understandable. Yeah. yeah. And where can people find y'all? Yeah, pressure going out to Angie. Yeah. But we did. We we are trying to plan. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we are trying to plan Brushy Mountain and reschedule Ashmore probably yeah. this coming year. Hopefully. Uh, other than that, a bunch of other stuff. I mean, I know we're going to make a couple more trips to St. Albans. Uh, I think we're doing some kind of invitational there. Are we still doing that? Yes, uh, but there's no firm date or anything. Right. Yeah. Nice. But if anyone wants to contact us, you can contact us individually, or you can find our Bedford Paranormal page on Facebook. When you message us on Facebook, everybody in the group can see it. So. Never know who you kind of get to respond to you, but mm-hmm. um, we all share the message. And, uh, yeah. Hey, Colton, can you turn that TV off for just a minute? Yeah. As far as myself, as far as close, uh, we're trying to get into the works of actually doing some invest, you know, investigations for. So as far as people coming and actually investigating it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much involved. Yeah. Ducks in a row. Right. So hopefully they'll, uh, they'll be able to uh, accept and have people there and investigate that place. Well. Yeah. 
Well, that is cool. Let's see. Got to look at my blog talk time to make sure I don't cut into Ryan's show. Because <laughs> that is who's coming on next. Yeah, the freaking Paranormal Awesome show will be on at 9 o'clock. And then, of course, next week we have Paranormal Roundtable where we talk about different subjects. With Paul Shields, it's going to be, I'm sorry, it's going to be Vibe Time with Paulie next week. It's not even going to be, it's not even going to be Vibe Time with Jerry. It's going to be Vibe Time with Paulie. <laughs> we appreciate y'all having us on. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate y'all taking time out of your schedules and coming on to the show. Yeah, thank um, you. Because I know y'all got busy schedules. Sorry for the penalties. Hey, look, I got boys. I get it. Internet sucks. We get it. You know, everything's lived and it's fine. It was a good yeah. show, and we, we do appreciate y'all coming on. Ronnie does need to Thank pay you for, for his. Me. Yeah, Ronnie does need to pay for that beautiful internet, but you know, he'll be all right. You're fine. Well, thank you, guys. You're welcome. Yes, you. Yep, and y'all have a great night. We look forward to talking to y'all again. You all have a great night. Yep. yep. Good night, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning Thanks in to Vibe Time. Yep. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. I was a hard-drinking sinner with blood on my hands. I was a hard-drinking sinner a gun in my hands, drinking 40 pounds for dinner. Till I met a big man, and the man said, how do we do? How do we do?
Oh my, oh my God. God! Is it ever no. is it ever clean in Dollar General? Well, Always stacked with shit. A place. Oh, that really? A, a Dollar General that was haunted. Oh yeah. Petersburg. Yeah, tell me about that. What? How? How that happened? You were heaven. She makes friends with anybody and everybody. So tell tell them the story about how it happened. I walked into the Dollar General because Sarah had taken me to a gas station, and the gas station was really, like, dumpy, and people were sitting there playing, like, you know, the lottery and stuff at the machines, and I was like, Sarah, I can't go pee here. I was like, let's go somewhere else. So we go to the Dollar General, and she's like, I'm going to stay in the car. So I walked in, and I'm looking around, and I couldn't find it. So I went straight to the back, and I saw a lady, like, grabbing a box of sweatshirts and stuff, and I was like, hey, do you work here? And she said, yeah. I said, um, can I go, or I was like, can you tell me where the restroom is? And she was like, yeah, give me a minute. And she was like, I like your, your boobs. And I was like, what? She goes, I like your boobs. And I'm like, oh. And she, she was telling me about how, like, her daughter, like, I guess has a nickname and she buys her ghost stuff. And I was wearing this hoodie that has a ghost on it. And I was telling her, I was like, oh, I'm a ghost hunter. And I was like, ew, that sounds really weird. I was like, I'm a paranormal investigator. And she's like, are you really? And she was telling me about how historical it was there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And she was like, hey, like, this Dollar General is haunted. And I was like, no way. But, and she was like, yeah. And so she showed me her, like, video camera of the back room and how, like, a cabinet door just, like, opens on its own. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, well, I have equipment in the trunk. And she was like, do you really? And I said, yeah. So I was like, Sarah, come in. And she's like, I have to go to the bathroom anyways. So we got the rundown of Petersburg and the history and – we had this little area that was like the size of a box. Oh my god, it was so cramped. <laughs> it was so bad. So was it just the back room, or did they give you free grain on the whole store? No, it was just the back room. That huh. little—it's like a little lunch room for like one person. Yeah, some stock rooms are really small. Yeah, and Heather and I are both um, psychic mediums. Mm-hmm. Like I, as as my whole entire life. Um, have seen spirits and just craziness. Um, and Heaven is, is working on her abilities. And she and I went in, and she automatically picked female. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "It's so weird. I don't, I don't pick up a female at all. Like I'm just like, like I, I feel men and like a child around me." And so we went into the room, and automatically we started talking to a lady, and um. She was playing with the music box, and we would I would ask her questions, and I would say, um, you know, yes or no, yes, play with the music box, no, don't touch it. And I was like, are you a girl? And at first I said, are you a little girl? And, like, she played with the music box. So I was like, okay. And so then I was like, are you, you know, are you younger than five? Are you older than five? Nothing. Are you older than 15? Nothing. I said, are you older than 20? And it started playing with it from the military. Um, and that she loved it at, at Dollar General. Like, she liked being there. She liked the, the people around her. Um, and then what else came through? That little boy. There was a guy, I think a little boy. Um a lot of the spirits were coming from an actual um, haunted mental hospital that we went to go check out. Mm-hmm. It was probably like five minutes down the street, if that. 
and we were hoping that, you know, we could check out the location and stuff. Nobody came and bothered us or anything. And we, but we found out that like some of the spirits from there would travel back and forth. And then this lady was showing us all these other videos of different Dollar Generals down the street and how like the back doors were heavy and they would just fly open and they were locked. Yeah, crazy. Like Petersburg is just, the whole entire town of Petersburg is haunted. Like it's like. A lot of history out there in Petersburg. Lots of war history. Um, That's what she was talking about. Yeah. Chris uh, Panchero up here, he, uh, he works at Pamplin Park, which is near Peter. It was just near Petersburg, I think. And there's a lot of a uh, lot of spirits out there. Um, interesting that the spirit said she she loves being at Dollar General. I guess you have to be dead to enjoy being at Dollar General. <laughs> like she was commenting, she was like, oh, I love it here. Was like, I like being here. I like playing with the toys." Oh, and like. The toys kept, like, flying off of the shelves, and we were like, are you the one that, because, oh, so the, um, like, the protractor never went off, like, and then it's in red, like, you know, the different colors, and so we started asking um, the spirit that, and then he came through through the spirit box as well, like, he started talking to us through the spirit box, um, we were doing SC's method with heaven. And was doing the it. Yeah, and like there was a little boy who liked playing with the toys, and he'd always knock the yeah by accident, knock the toys off the shelf. And there was a man that loved that girl, the the lady that worked there, said that that he liked her purple hair. She talked to him all the time. <laughs> there you go. Kind of, yeah, we eased, like they were they were afraid, and we eased their minds. You know, they liked being there. They weren't, you know, scary. They just want to be talked to. They want people to talk to them and acknowledge mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's all you so, need. Like they, they, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was just having that conversation with um, someone today. Uh, actually, when I was going to get my hair cut with a stylist, um, I forget how it got mentioned. She's like, oh, are you doing anything tonight? And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, no. <laughs> you want to go online? <laughs> and we started talking about the paranormal because she's like, what's the podcast about? Like, how did you get on there? And I'm like, oh, okay. So, but I was like, she was telling me about her home and how she was expected. I was like, well, do you talk to them? Like, majority of the time, that's really all you got to do, or at least from my experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have this stories. Yeah. Need um input like an a cue to talk about them. A lot of people yeah. want to tell their ghost stories, but they don't want to sound crazy. Yeah. You know. I'm the I'm the odd one that'll come out and just start talking to you about it, and people are just like, okay. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? I don't even know who you. When are. I first met Heaven, she told me about the little boy, the spirit of the little boy at her house. Like the first thing that she ever told me was like, I have a little boy living in my house. He's a spirit. It was so funny. It was so cute. But I think I was trying to see if you would pick up and stuff on any of it because, like, I don't know too much about it. I found out two years ago, and so it was like I'm slowly getting little things from it. Yeah. We both – so I picked up on the name David, and then we did um, an investigation at her house a few weekends back. And 
through Essie's method, he confirmed. So the name Robert is written on the back of the fireplace. It was the flashlight because I always call him David too. And Josh was like, it, it says call him David. And I was like, why do I keep wanting to call him David? And so he had confirmed with the flashlight, like the on and off flashlight, that his, that his name is David. He goes by David. His first name is Robert, but he goes by David, which is his middle name. And I think he did that on the Essie's method, too, and that's when I passed through a flashlight, yeah. That was at your house or at the Dollar General? No, that it was at my house. Okay. We did an investigation in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your uh, chat. My my house is haunted. It's always been that way. I used to see stuff when I was a kid, and then, like, my mom would see stuff, and we just, no one really talked about it because my grandparents were like, that's all BS. <laughs> yeah. Isn't um, that maddening, like, when you're seeing stuff as a kid, and then someone just goes and discounts it? Because I used to oh, so much. go through that all the time, and then I was like, wait, I, maybe I'm crazy. Like, like, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. That's how I feel when I tell Sarah stuff. I'm like, I second guess it. And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know. And she's like, just go with it. Like, you know. You need to, like, to your head, don't, like, second guess yourself. Like, that. that's how they're trying to commu- communicate with you. No, I fully agree. Um, when I first started out, I was the same way as Evan. So I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, hi, give, give me your impression on this. And I'd be like, this is what I got. But Always when you think about it from a psychological standpoint or an evidence standpoint, yeah. blah, 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 and I would totally discount anything I got. Yeah. I want to talk yep, about the first time I met Sarah was at the cabin on 360. They had come out for an investigation. It was just uh, her and I um, for, like, the first, like, 20 minutes. And I think, like, within the first 10 minutes of the conversation we were having, you felt energy of the of the little girl mm-hmm. on the property, and she just starts crying out of nowhere. And I'm wondering what it's like to feel that much emotion come over you and not be able to control yourself. Has that happened before? Is it something that happens to you all the time? Uh, What's that like? So um, I am the person, the kind of person that I don't like doing any um, research before I go to a location. I don't want anything clouding my judgment or anything Mm -hmm. like, you know, am I really thinking this or is it something that I read? Um, So that's what I did with Kavanaugh, uh, Kavanaugh 360. I literally just, I didn't lose this sort of thing. Um, and so I, it's, I get feelings, I get visions, and I see spirit. But I only see spirit when they want me to see them. It's not like people think that it is. Um, something that, you know, I could just see them just walking all around all the mm-hmm. time. That's not how it works. Like, they need to give you permission. They, like, they need to show you themselves, you know, and they're, it's, they're almost like an energy that certain people can see. Um, when I see them, it's 
I, like I, I tell Kevin all the time, when I see them, it's like they are, um, like, bright, super bright. Like, they're standing in the sun, like, glowing, glistening, um, especially at night. Like, when I'm sleeping, a lot of them like to come in and just scare the shit out of me. Excuse my language. Mm. Like, they me so much. Um, not in a bad way. A lot of them, like, apologize to me. But um, I had to set my my ground and tell them that they're not allowed to do that. There are some people that do come in there that don't care and like what I say. But you know, for the majority of the part. But um, so for the ones that do show me themselves, they look like they're standing in the sun. They're very glowy. Um, some some of them are like black and white. Them are full color. Some of them are shadows. Um, when I hear them, it's it's almost like a thought that pops in my head, but it's not me thinking. Like I've never, you know, I, I don't, I'm not thinking this. It just pops in my head. And then I've just learned to say the things that pop in my head. And like usually they're right. Is it your voice them. you're hearing in your head or is it somebody else's voice? Correct. It's okay. somebody else's voice. Um. Like, when we, Kevin and I were in the car and her dad visit me quite frequently. Her papa has become my best friend. They're both, they're both gone. It's because you think she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's totally his personality. My grandfather's such a flirt. <laughs> but when we were in the car, um, and also, all spirits communicate differently. They don't communicate the same way. At least they don't do it with me. Like her papa, her her grandfather, is a talker. He talks nonstop. And Where did you get it from? <laughs> <laughs> he talks about like the like the funniest things. And like he he told me about his life story when I first met him, just like like in in spirit. But he told me like you know how he was a ladies' man, and you know his his baby girl was his everything, and like telling heaven all of this stuff and she was like there's no way that you would know any of this stuff like there's no way and I'm like dude because he's telling me this stuff but her um her dad communicates in a totally different way he shows me pictures like flashes of different things and then I see him but I see him um he doesn't he doesn't talk to me like her her grandfather does I just see him, and then I have flashes of different things, and it's like a, a puzzle that I'm trying to put together. That's how um, I used to see things when I was little, those pictures. Yeah. Isn't that how you saw it, Dana, was through pictures and, and – uh... Very similar to what Sarah's describing. Um, pictures, either actually clairaudiently hearing the voices, or sometimes it's just being a word in my head that's not – like it just communicates, pops in there, and it's not like doesn't really have a voice at all. It's like very separate from your own inner monologue. Yep. Yeah, that's what I get sometimes. Yeah, and then um, the actual like the pictures and the puzzle pieces because I swear they like to talk to me in riddles sometimes. We can't be yeah. straightforward, can yeah. we? <laughs> I don't work with subtlety. Like you got to be blunt with me. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the reason why. 
like her her grandfather and I are like best friends. Like he will literally sit here and talk to my ear off. Like he he's just the sweetest, most kindest man in the world, but he's also a huge flirt. Even <laughs> like on the other side. <laughs> you say you can be an it's asshole so in real life, you'll be an asshole asshole in death. If you're Probably. horny in real life, you'd be horny in death. <laughs> My grandfather was like a huge redneck and just he was hilarious and he definitely liked to talk and he had a sense of humor but he was also very stern and it's just so funny because everything she explained about him was to a T but like only certain people would see that side of him because you know some of his guys like he'd smoke and drink and talk about cars and ladies and you know yeah yeah now Kevin what you say in like that you were just like starting to come into your abilities and, like, learn how to use them. What initially, because you said two years ago that it all started, like, what was that moment for you that made you be like, hey, how did you get this? So when I was little, I used to see stuff. I would see, like, shadow figures and stuff. And I've had multiple people that were mediums that weren't even in the area. I have a friend who lives in California. And, like, we just became friends over, like, social media and stuff. Like, she's never actually met me in person. And stuff that I had seen, she was seeing. And this is stuff that, like, only a couple of people knew. But she was explaining to me about the left of me in my room one day. And she was like, it's not in your room. It's in the other room. And she was telling me all this stuff. And she was like, your son, like, your son's room, the closet is a portal. And not seeing the shadow figures when I was little. And so, like, I mean, over time, like, I pick up stuff now, but, like, when my dad passed, I was, like, you know, I've always been interested in, like, the paranormal and stuff. Like, let me get into that. And so that's kind of, like, what gave me, I guess, like, my spiritual awakening. So how did you guys get started in the paranormal um, as far as your team and investigating? Um. So... We actually met at the cabin that night that you met Sarah, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. So we we had actually been in another group, um, and then we decided to form our own group, group just to, like, because we bonded so quickly. Mm-hmm. And that, that's never happened before. Like, we had never met each other. Um, we just, like, talked over Facebook and, like, video chatted. But we hadn't met in person until the cabin. And her and I, like, clicked instantly. Um, we always joke. We say that we're each other's puzzle piece. <laughs> yeah. Stuff that she picks up on, I'll pick up on something different and vice versa. I mean, and, like, we, I thought you guys were friends for a long time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know if you believe it or not. Some people do, some people don't. I believe in past lives. Um, and so, I had mine read. And... They had told me that Heaven was my sister and a past life, and we were both witches, um, like, from, like, Salem. Um, when we first met, it was, like, I had I had reconnected with my best friend, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Like, it, it, was, it was never, like, a, um, there was nothing that felt awkward or weird, if that makes any sense. Like, it was just, like, a connection, like a click, like my puzzle piece there. That, that, and then, like, 
prior to meeting each other, she was on a team in Maryland years ago, and Josh and I would just kind of book locations and go and investigate and stuff. So, like, we've been investigating for years. It's just we just decided to finally form our own group because the one we were a part of, you know, kind of did their own thing, and it just wasn't really, I guess, working out yeah. as we hoped it to. Yeah. Yep. And plus, and I, go ahead. You know, all the stuff you went through, the cabin. You know, that would definitely bring bring people together. Cause you left the cabin, but apparently the cabin did not leave you. No, it, it definitely did not. So I was saying I needed to meet to go to this cabin, but I don't know. I don't know. No. It's so, well, it's worth it. Yeah, it's very, it's very worth it. It's um, you definitely need to have Dennis with you or like contact Dennis afterwards. And then, and then also, I might be part of. I don't know. Like it's weird. I told Sarah that I'm starting to notice that I'm kind of like a sponge, and even if I tell them to follow me, they tend to do it anyways. Because, like, I just recently went to the convent tattoo shop, and they said that their spirits, like, they tell them, like, they're not allowed to leave. Something followed Josh and I, and then after, on the way back home and stuff, it went back. So, I mean, we staged and everything, Mm -hmm. but I told her, I said, I feel like, you know, the spirits tend to follow me. Yeah. And sometimes they don't listen. Yeah, no. But you got to create strong, energetic boundaries. As well as doing like other practices, but yeah, I know. I bring I I come home for an investigation. Angie's over here, and uh, I'll come home and I'll and she'll be in bed. I'll walk in there and she'll be like, "Get out!" I'm like, "Oh shit, what did I do?" Oh, she's pissed at me. And no, I've I've got a strangler to come home with me from the cabin, so I've got to go back outside and tell whoever it is that it needs to uh needs to come home. Or yeah. needs to yeah. go home. So So we don't we don't know what we don't know if it was that thing from the rancher, like in the basement that followed us home. because um, both of us it was hiding itself from us, uh, for the majority of the part. Like it just appeared as like shadows and it would just do the most craziest things over here. Like when Diane and Bella, my 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 wife and my daughter came home. They had came to the uh, to the cabin with us and then they had left shortly after. And I had cleansed them. When they came home, the door unlocked by itself and the porch light came on. No one did that. Like she was about to put the key into the door and it unlocked itself open and the light went on and so I'm just like it's helpful well that's what, that's what I was thinking yeah I was like you know maybe it's nice because we my house is very haunted like mm-hmm. extremely haunted but nothing like that has ever happened before um and then like crazy things would happen like I would hear things I wouldn't anymore like something was occupying it that I did not like I would see it when I was sleeping, like in the corner, I would open up my eyes and it would just be like crouched down in the corner of the room. And so I told heaven. And so I completely cleansed my house 
from top to bottom cleanse it. And then at first you didn't even tell me anything was at your house. You just said you were gonna cleanse it because I told you that I had seen I didn't like near you. Yeah, I saw the shadow figure in my living room. Yeah. And then it and then it went over to Heaven's house and it was at Heaven's house. And then it came back over to my house. It was like, you know, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And her father and her grandfather kept warning me about it. Like, there's something that's attached. You need to warn Heaven at her house, Heaven's house. Oh, wait, can I tell them something real quick? Yeah, yeah. So when she was saying, like, so when she was saying that, all she said to me was, hey, your grandfather is in the house with you. And I had just heard walking up and down the hallway. I was home by myself. Bryson was in school. Josh was at work. And my dog was in my room laying on the floor. And he got up right when she said that and stood at the door and was, like, making a noise at it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, my grandpa's definitely here. Yeah. So when Heaven and I were doing the investigation at her house in her garage, um, her father came through, and her father likes to communicate with the, um, what is it called? Maglites. Yeah, the maglites, stuff like that, like the trigger objects. And he was just telling us, like, there's something that follows you. You need to go do something about it to get it off of you. Um, it wasn't, he was afraid of us going back to the cabin, like, yeah. he telling us not to. And then the thing came through while we were there and started communicating. It first did it because I was doing the Estes method with the um, Delco goggles, and she was asking me questions, and it was like, you know, fuck you, I want to murder you. Just watching the cabin. Yeah. Yeah, and like, Evan was like, um, did you follow us from the cabin? And video, I didn't hear any of this. I watched the video. It said, yeah. And then the yes, no, uh, sugar object, so that was a yes. And then the flashlight lit up. And then the rope up above me started swaying back and forth. And then heaven got scratched. So it's, there's a light that was above us, like one of those, um, what are they called? It's, it was just a light on the ceiling, but the cord was hanging down. We normally attach, like, extension cord to it to turn it on mm-hmm. just for extra light. So the cord was just hanging down, and all of a sudden when she was doing the Estes method, like, I could tell, like, she wasn't even near it, and it just starts going like this. And then I was like, I think something's touching me, and I went like this, and I told her to take her goggles off. And then all of a sudden I was like, dude, I got scratched. Like, I felt burning. And I was like, look at it. I have the video of literally the welt three welts forming on her back on the video itself. So your house is, this is Heaven's house or? That's not Heaven's, Heaven's house. house is haunted. My house is haunted. So, so it was, was stuff that, that was happening in the house before, was it just kind of no. mild stuff? Like, oh, something yeah. nothing that were yeah. really interacting with you? So, so my thing was, is, like, I know the house is haunted, but I don't want to, like, stir up anything. So I was like, we mm-hmm. can go in the garage because we've got EVPs in there and stuff. And yeah. she was like, are you sure you'll clear your house? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. So we did it in the garage. But um, my house, like, things like the remote will go missing. And if we put something in a certain spot, it'll be gone for days. And we know it. And 
stuff like that's always happened here. Or, like, you'll hear, like, taps or, like, walking and the same thing with my house. But yeah. nothing, like, stuff swinging or scratches and shadow figures. That started after the investigation at the cabin? If her house was previously um, cleansed and, like, yeah. protected, so, like, the fact that this thing had gotten through, like, it's powerful. Um, and I had told Heaven, I said, I believe that it's something native. Like, I don't believe it's, I don't believe it's a demon. I don't believe that it's, um, like, I don't believe it's a person. And so when Dennis and I were talking about it, because we had gone back to the cabin the, the yeah. day after, like the day that we had done the Berg and the Dollar General, we had gone back to the cabin to get she, this thing she, off of us. Yeah, she told me that my dad had said that it was fine for us to go to hear what Dennis had to say because we kept getting Dennis on the ovulus like all day, all day. Like I kept saying, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. Um, yeah, because you were insistent on not going. You're like, I don't, I don't feel. Yeah, safe. we were like, we're not going back until I figure you, out you, how to get the shit off of me. And I knew the only way for you to get the shit off of you would be to uh, come out there. So I'm glad, you know, your your dad said something to you, and you kept getting Dennis on the uh, ovulus because I'm not sure you would have you would have come in uh, yeah. any other way. But I also knew again that you it would have that's the only way to. Yeah. Really, get off you to face it. Yeah. Did you ever show Ryan the video clip of my dad coming through in an EVP in Melissa's room? No, I'm gonna, I want to say I didn't know that. It was weird. I was doing Estee's method, but like when we were watching it and listening to it on the camera or on the computer, I was like, holy shit. And she's like, what? And I go, I don't know if that was Josh or my dad. I was like, that sounds like my dad. And then Josh just got off work and came in and said, I was like, hey, listen to this. And he goes, that sounds like your dad. And it goes, I'm here. I think a big part of it is because I have a lot that, like, I can relate to with Melissa and stuff. And that's part of the reason why when we got to the cabin and went into the rancher, I was like, Josh, you need to stay at the cabin. Like, Sarah and I need to go and have a conversation with Melissa first before you even go into her bedroom, just out of respect. Yeah. So when you, so. Came, when you came to the cabin, going back a little ways in our conversation, you came to the cabin, we were sitting on the front steps, and then you start getting really upset. What did you see Me. that made you feel that way? Was it just her um, emotions, or did you see something? It was blood. Like, I, I saw blood. The first thing that came to mind was blood. And then... I could feel a hand grabbing my hand, and then immediately um, I started feeling her emotions. Um, and I started feeling everything. Um, that rarely happens to me. Like, I don't – some people can feel um, how others have passed. I, I don't. Um, so that's something that I've never really – felt before other than that day was that feeling. I started feeling things that weren't right, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and then immediately I knew it was a little girl. I could hear her saying, help me, help me, help me. Um, I could feel like just the, like I'm, I'm shaking right now just talking about it. 
um, I could feel the emotion coming off her and just like the the amount of pain that she had gone through and it screwed me up. Like I I felt like I was gonna pass out. Like I was on the front desk and I like my head was spinning and um and then it would go away and then it would start up again. Mm-hmm. Like I would just hear the screaming of me. Um, and then I started getting pain in my chest, um, and in my gut and in my groin. Uh, and so that was, that was intense. It was tough to watch. I mean, it, you know, you see something and you're having a conversation and of course you're not going to act like that. You, we just basically just met like two or three minutes ago. Yeah. And, you know, just to see you go through what you were going through, there's no way you can fake that because, you know, it's real. The tears are real. You were just completely overwhelmed. And even, like, while I was there, you didn't want to go inside the – you didn't want to go inside the brick rancher. Um, it took then, a lot of convincing for me to go in there. And as soon as I went in there, I saw it standing in Randy's room just staring at us. And, like – Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't even know you got emotional beforehand. Like, you cut that from me. I didn't even know. I didn't want to say anything to you. I didn't want to scare you at all. Like, Girl, I, I don't scare you. easily. I know. I don't scare I easily. I just don't like being in the dark, but I can see in the dark. So. Yeah. But as soon as I went in there, I saw it, and it was, like, this tall, like, nine-foot thing, like, smile from ear to ear, just, like, huge, long chin and, like, really long uh, fingers, and it was just staring. Um, you know, who, there was one word that it kept saying, one word that it kept saying. I was like, was it the other Bob because it's saying it right now? And he was like, yes, that's exactly what it was saying to us. And that's what I kept getting. And then it kept messing with my flashlight in the kitchen. Do you remember that, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question about the video involved because, like, I've noticed that anything that wants to scare you is going to use, like, certain buzzwords or trigger words. Yeah. The devil, I'm a demon, and or, like, being, like, one of the major demons. Like, because you were saying you felt like it was more like something from the land. So it's definitely something native. And even Dennis said something, too. He was like, it's it's native. It's not, um, it's, it's evil. It was brought up. So the cabin is located on um, native land, mm-hmm. and that native land is, like, sacred native land. Like, there's yucca plants everywhere. Um, and so what I think is because of that war that happened, the civil war that happened, all of that blood that was shed on that land had created something. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and the natives loved to bring upon protection of their land and curse whoever, you know, you know, did the wrong kind of thing. Um, and so I think that that thing that was the rancher is from that. It says it's old. No, that like makes older. Sense. Yeah, it's older than I, anything I've ever experienced. Like I told Ryan in the whole – 
I've been seeing spirits my entire existence of life since I was a baby to now. I've never experienced anything like that before. What what movie was it um, that, that oh, you showed black, me? Black Phone. Black Phone. Oh, that, with that mask? Yeah. That is so she was talking exactly. So, so this is how Sarah and I worked. She explained what it looked like, and I immediately knew what she was talking about. Like, that's yeah. just how we worked. And yeah. I said, I'm sure she's like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I get that because I am full as well. Where, like, I don't know, you just kind of, like, link into their brain, mm-hmm. and then they don't really need to speak. Like, yeah. They just that's need to get all the words. Them. Like, black dog hat. You're like, <laughs> like this? <laughs> but that's how heaven and I are all the time. Like she, she, she's like, I don't know, somehow wired to my brain. Mm-hmm. I'm somehow wired to her brain. And your sisters, right? Yeah, puzzle pieces. Yeah. So, so I was telling Sarah, like when we went to the orphanage, we didn't end up going because I guess I mixed the days up. But um, I was telling Sarah, like right before we got there. I kept telling I was like, dude, I have the worst migraine. And as soon as I got, like, close to the area, I started getting, like, a migraine and nauseous. I felt like I had the flu. As soon as we left the orphanage, I was fine. Mm. It was weird. But I'm like that, too. Like, I'm very empathic. So, like, I pick up on other people. And, yeah. Yeah. I find it different. How, like, amazing how, like, so many people, their abilities can work, like, so differently. Like, it is one of the things that absolutely fascinates me. But I have, because you were saying that, like, you both get different things, is it, like, you both get different things and come to the same conclusion, even though the information that you process is, like, totally different? different yeah. Different kind things. of like that. Like, yeah. when we were at the cabin, I kept telling her, I was like, there's an old man in this back bedroom. There's an old man. And she was like, no, like, kept not wanting to go back there. I don't pick up on, and she picks up on some of the things I pick up on, she doesn't pick up on. I want you guys. Josh was. Oh, I was saying, I wonder if you guys can see different planes. Like you're seeing stuff from a from a different level than she is. Mm-hmm. Like you could be seeing stuff from like the Civil War era or something like that. She sees something from the 1950s. So you see a man, but she sees a woman. But they're all basically in the same area, just different and planes. Yeah, and it also depends on the person. Like some spirits are real, a lot of them, the majority of them, will show you who they are. Like, there'll be three people in the room, right? Three people. Mm-hmm. It will pick one to show itself to. Mm-hmm. And that one person will see it. And the other mm-hmm. two won't. And it doesn't matter if you're a medium. You could be just like some double off of the off the road. It just depends on what the spirit wants to see. Rhonda, yeah, I totally Rhonda here. Both of them also vibrate at different frequencies, so, so they will pick up on different frequencies. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Because, like, um, for example, like if I go and investigate, if I do a walkthrough or review pictures or anything, investigate with Jeff, like he'll pick up on. He's like more in tune to like Native American energy, whereas I might pick up more on like the elemental or the earth spirit. Um, things that aren't human or anything like witchcraft related, that up, he'll pick his stuff up. We'll have all these completely different perceptions, but then we'll both come to the same conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got all this, and this yeah. is what I think is going on, and I got something totally different, but it leads me to believe, like, this is what I think is going on here. 
And I just find it, like, so interesting. Like, I think that everybody's just tuned into the different frequency. Yeah. I'm, I'm Wiccan. So, like, it's I, – I can also pick up on the, the witchcraft side of mm-hmm. things or, like, different things that have happened in different spaces. Um, like that deity energy, the inhuman energy, things like that, yeah. that a lot of people don't tune themselves in for. Like what I said, like – that thing in the cabin, I've never experienced before. I've never experienced something like that before. Like, that is something brand new to me. But I have it the rancher? Yeah, the rancher. The cabin, <laughs> the cabin property. That's, yeah, 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 the cabin property. But I have experienced different, um, like, deities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have seen, spoken to different things. Um, like, Ryan knows things that I told him. Mm-hmm. I I believe in an alien. Oh yeah, I mean, big time alien. I believe in anything pretty much right now. I you know it's hard to <laughs> I think I don't. Hard to it's something I don't believe in. The fairies outside. The fairies outside. 100%. Yeah, it's like if you tell me if you tell me the unicorn is running around in forest on the cabin, I'll be like, all right. Oh my. That's fine. I'm, oh, my gosh. We were walking to the ranch, and we heard that weird pterodactyl noise. I was like, we were like, oh, hell no. We ran. Like, it was like, ah. We were like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you didn't even hear it. Oh, and so our camera died literally this the instant that voice. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Like, so we did an investigation. Sorry. R- rambling. I'm so sorry. What was the name that you picked up, up on in the rancher? Was it Beelzebub? Yeah. Beelzebub. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you mean to interrupt. I was reading a question there. No, it's okay. So we did an investigation in my house, and we're renovating um, a bedroom that we're about to move into, and there is a spirit in there, grumpy as old man. Those are That's what I told her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, knew kind of the history, but yeah. I kind of picked up on some stuff. Yeah, and so he he visits me quite frequently, even though I tell him not to. But um, we had three cameras going at the same time, and all of a sudden, all three cameras, back to back to back, just shut off. And we had one on a little stepladder, and I swear I heard it go a little bit and move, and everything shut off, yeah. And then um, the the laser went off at the same time. The laser turned brand new charged thing just died. All of my batteries died. And then all of a sudden we started hearing banging coming from my living room. And I just like cabinets were banging. And she said she doesn't have cabinets. And I was like, Sarah. And we heard footsteps. It was crazy. We heard footsteps and then we heard bang, bang, bang for five minutes straight. Sarah, the crazy thing about it, I heard it come out of your room. And Diane is sleeping in there. She was sleeping. I heard the door open. I heard something come out, and she, Diane was asleep. She kept calling and calling. Then Sarah called Dennis. <laughs> I was like, Dennis, I need help. At first, I called Ryan, but Ryan was asleep. I was like, Ryan, I need help. Oh. I don't know now, I, I have a question because you were saying that you didn't have cabinets in your house, and you were renovating. Were there cabinets at all at one time? Yeah, so we think that it might have been residual. Like, yeah. Not residual, but, like, 
at one time there were cabinets and he's just like banging the fucking shit out of it. Like Yeah, like somehow he's still able to manipulate what was there at that one time and make that noise. That's, it's that's not, uh, he doesn't like me. That's funny because I was at Belnemus plantation with um with All Seeing Paranormal Society, uh back when we first started investigating. It's an old plantation house. And if you look at pictures of like where we were standing, it's a gravel driveway, right? But if you look at pictures from um like the early 1900s, it's all grass. So we get an EVP of a person saying, get off my lawn, because they were seeing. Sorry, my dad used to say that. <laughs> it's a joke. That's what dad seemed to say, too. There's no, a man, old man saying, get off my lawn. But basically it was there. Get off, that's what they saying. Get off my lawn. But they're seeing. Yep. That's exactly how I describe grumpy old men. Like if you get, if I'm reading like a room or a photograph or something, and I'm like, "There's grumpy old man here," yeah. you know, the kind of scream, "Get off my yeah. oh, go away!" <laughs> That's what he says to me every time I come in there. If you need anything, don't go away. He just like crouch down around? in the freaking yeah. closet. Just okay, sir. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.